here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, Mr. Damon McDonald. And Damon, we have got a ton to talk about on this week's episode. As we are recording this, it is Sunday, December 6th, and of course, we just wrapped up the NJPW World Tag League Show. The final has been announced for the ninth, and we've got lots more to talk about here today. AJ Styles out with a herniated disc. All of the crazy allegations against Tomoaki Honma. Um, the first annual PuroCast 2015 End of Year Awards, and Shinsuke Nakamura's contract expiring soon. So lots and lots of news to talk about, but before we get into that, Damon, how's it going? It is going good. We do have a lot to talk about. This is like one of the first times we spent a lot of time talking about what we're going to be talking about. Um, a lot of times it's, you know, a handful of text messages and we got it covered. But, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of uh, shows to review and, and to talk about. And, and again, I'm excited about these uh, the New Japan PuroCast year-end awards. This is our first time uh, at this, so uh, we're excited for it, and uh, we got some lots of details, quite honestly, to talk about here on this show to open up. Yes, and I, I think that it is safe to say that this is going to be bigger than the Slammy Awards. <laughs> Slammies are pretty big. <laughs> Slammies are pretty big, Colin. I know. We're, we're not going to have Rena Mero come out in a uh, star bikini, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, it is going to be a lot of good fun. So yeah, we have actually been working very diligently on coming up with categories, coming up with nominees, and very, very soon um, you are going to see a post on Facebook and the Twitter um, with all the categories, and we think how we're going to do this is we're going to have everybody send us an email to our yeah. email account. Yeah, email's probably going to be best, guys, because one... Uh, you know, if you do anything online with uh, any type of voting or, or click through, that can be gamed really easily. Um, two, um, you know, one vote per person, you know, email, we can count, I think, <laughs> and we'll add up the results and uh, we'll, we'll announce in winner. So, yes. So anything, any, if you're voting and it's open to anybody, by all means, if you're a fan of New Japan and have watched during the year, by all means, you are eligible if you are hearing my voice. We're also going to send out emails to, um, some of the top names in pro wrestling journalism. 
um, both online and in print media. That's right. So, Mr. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> Expect something in your Juno account, Dave. <laughs> um, so, you know, look, you know, we, we figure we get as many uh, people in on this as we possibly can, and hopefully it'll be a, a popular thing. But, yes, email. Uh, we'll uh, announce the email address now. Da- or, uh, Damon. <laughs> You're Colin. Damon. I'm, I'm Colin. Yeah. Uh, how about we give the email address first? So all votes will be going to the following email address. Yes. So our email address, which I think I've actually, uh, I used to plug it more uh, when we first started this humble little podcast, but the email address is newjapanpurocast at gmail.com. That is newjapanpurocast at gmail.com. Pretty simple. Uh, pretty simple to remember there. So um, let's get right into it, shall we, Colin? Uh, again, these votes um, are going to be tabulated, and the last kind of, I guess, date that we're going to be accepting emails will be January second. So you got to have your votes in by January second for it to count, because we're recording the award show on the third of January. And the Dome shows the fourth. So we're going to have a very busy week coming uh, that that first week of the new year. So, again, ballots in by the second. Yes. And we are also thinking that the cutoff date for uh, matches here is going to be December 10th. So if there is like a an unbelievable five-star match <laughs> that, that happens uh, in, in some of, farming town, yeah. it's, it's, it's not going to count if it happens after the 10th. Yeah, we have to have a cutoff date somewhere, so we figure the finals of the of the tag tournament is really the last big show. Besides, there are a couple of Cork and Hall shows that are are, are fun and 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 have the possibility of being very good. But listen, we gotta we gotta draw the line in the sand somewhere. So again, have your ballots in by the second. It's it's cumulative from January first of this year all the way to December tenth. All right, so what do you say we uh, get into some of these categories, starting with match of the year? Match of the year. This one was – so we, we kind of also drew a line in the sand and said, okay, let's kind of limit things to five. So we're giving the nominees. Now, if there is something where you know we missed the ball on something and we have enough write-in votes for a particular category, by all means, you know we're going to tabulate that. But for match of the year – we we have 10 we have 10 matches that we have uh for nominees for match of the year and we probably could have gone at least 12 or 15 but we had to draw the line in the sand um so 10 matches that you have to choose from for match of the year it's it, that's that's pretty amazing I, I can't think of any other promotion where you can do that no and here's the thing the match of the year category for these awards this is kind of like the the, the best picture from the Academy Awards. Um, every other uh, category at the Oscars has four nominees except for Best Picture, which can have up to ten. And that's kind of what this category is. This match of the year is your Best Picture of the year. And like you said, we could have easily, easily gone up to at, at, at least 15 matches. But, you know, I, I, I gave a lot of... Both of us gave a lot of thought uh, to this category, and um, we we came up with ten matches that we really think just kind of stood out this past year. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Colin, why don't you take the first five? I'll take the second five. Um, here are the nominations for match of the year. Okay, so match of the year number one: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Okada from Wrestle Kingdom Nine, of course, January fourth, two thousand fifteen. 
Yeah, no brainer there, right? Right. Number two, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kota Ibushi, also from Wrestle Kingdom 9. Number three, Tomohiro Ishii versus Tomoaki Honma from The New Beginning from February 14th. Yeah, that was great. That was a great match. One of my favorite matches of the year. Easily top five. Um, Number four, AJ Styles versus Kota Ibushi from Invasion Attack from April 5th. And number five, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Hiroki Goto Goto from Wrestling Dantaku from May the 4th. I believe you were there, Damon. I was there. It was a great match. Fantastic match. All right, so that's the five. Let's give you the the, the, uh, second half of the ten here. Um, This is the lone junior representative. So this is the best of the super juniors. Uh, It was June 7th. It's uh, Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. Right, the final. That was a fantastic match. Amazing match. Yep. Seventh uh, on our list here is AJ Styles versus Okada from Dominion. That was uh, what? Jan- or excuse me, July fifth. July fifth. That was an awesome match. Uh, next up is Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and that's the finals of the G1. I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough to beat. That was a great fucking match. This is gonna uh, be close. I mean, I just between the Tanahashi and Okada. From Wrestle Kingdom, the Nakamura and Ibushi, and and that match, boy, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so uh, number nine, how about that Tomohiro Ishii and and Hamna once again at Power Struggle? This one was just a few weeks ago, uh, back in November. Yeah, Ishii and Hamna on this category twice. How about yeah, it? That's pretty cool, right? And then uh, last but not least, it's AJ Styles versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, G1 Climax, the semifinals on the 15th of August. So there's 10 fantastic fucking matches. You got to pick your top, your your match of the year. Now, let's make sure we're clear. Um, on all of these awards, you're going to pick your number one, your number two, and your number three. So once again, one, two, and three, you're picking for match of the year. Your first be getting five points, your second getting three points, your third getting one point, and we'll tabulate the winners. And this is for all the categories. Again, we'll explain this all on our Facebook, uh, Twitter. We'll make sure everybody is clear. But again, you're voting for one, two, and three, your match of the year. And again, there are so many matches that I was contemplating adding in this category. Like, for example, one of my favorite matches of the year was that Abushi Shibata match from the yeah. G1 Climax. I mean, I, I'm in love with that match. I've right. watched that so many times, and I, I thought about putting that in, in here. But, you know, again, this this was difficult. I was on the fence with a couple Elgin matches. Yeah, yeah, there absolutely. There were a couple Elgin matches that you know, Michael Elgin is not represented here. Um, and he had a handful of matches that were really friggin' fantastic. You know, Goto, Ishii, uh, uh, great matches. That, Yoshihashi, uh, even. Yeah, you know. I'm serious. I yeah, love that match that he had. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, so you, there are plenty of 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 matches that, that we just can't squeeze them in. We just can't squeeze them in, and that's that's amazing to me. You know that that we're struggling to limit this down to ten. So uh, again, everyone, just so we're clear, you're voting one, two, and three, match of the year. Yes, and we, we, we really feel like these 10 matches that we just announced um, are the 10 best stories, if you will, that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has told this past year. And, and it, it was tough, but it's coming down to these 10. So there you go. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so that's, those are your match of the year. So now 
Uh, let's follow it up with the wrestler of the year. All right, so wrestler of the year, and here is where we have five nominees for the the rest of these categories. So wrestler of the year, number one, nominee number one, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Number two, Kazushika Okada. Number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number four, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. And number five, Kota Ibushi. Right. So again, what we're doing with this wrestler of the year, you're voting for your top three, number one, number two, number three. Um, to me, this wrestler of the year is very similar to, to you know, Observer's uh, Thea's Flair Award, right? So it, it kind of captures everything about pro wrestling that you, you'll want in a pro wrestler. You know, the work rate, the, the match quality, the... Uh, the, the uh, star power, the draw power, um, you know, all the things that we look for in the best wrestler of the calendar year. So I think these five represent that really well. Um, you know, the, the fifth one, Kota Obushi, you know, going into going into the G1, I, I think I think there was an argument. He he reminds me of what Ricochet was the year previous, you know, where everyone was just talking about the kind of fucking year he was having. And then you know, it, 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 it's a long year. You know, it's a, it's a, a 365 days in pro wrestling is a long time. And to be able to maintain that throughout the entire year, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, Kota uh, Ibushi, I mean, let's face it, there is a guy who, Damon, he was your pick, uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, to go to the G1 finals against Nakamura. Yeah, he really was. Um, and that's saying a lot. It was. I mean, and, and again, maybe it was naive of me to think that that was going to be the case. But the, the, the year that he was having was pretty impressive. I mean, I guess you could kind of draw the line and say, you know, that G1 match against Tanahashi at the beginning of the G1 was was, you know, I don't want to say a swan song of the year, but that was really, you know, after that, things kind of fell apart for his year. And but if we're talking like. MVP of of the G1 in, in my mind is kind of between him and Tanahashi. Tanahashi, uh, you know, uh, considering that that I remember having a conversation with you at the beginning of the year and we were talking about how Tanahashi was such a non-factor in the beginning of this year, you know, feuding with Yano and uh you know, they were just preserving him and and having him hang on for this G1, but you know, he had matches that were really great. And then the G1 just blew it out of the water. You can't hand wave a guy who had such amazing matches in, in a big spotlight. Yes, that first half of the year was pretty non, you know, not eventful for, for Tanahashi. But when he needed to come up big, God damn, did he come up big. And especially considering that a lot of people were saying after that dome match he had with Okada, a lot of people were kind of writing Tanahashi off and saying, eh, you know, his his back is too messed up. I don't really see him coming back strong this year, but look what happened. Yeah, I mean, next year is, is going to be much of the same talk, you know, when we talk about Tanahashi. You know, things go as we see them going and Okada getting, picking up the win. You know, I'm hoping Tanahashi finds a way to resurrect the tag straps. I think that would be a perfect fit for him in, in the uh, in the winter months going into spring. Um, fingers crossed, you know, but we talk about it, and, and it's, you know, probably two years now that I've been saying it that he's battered and bruised. You know, you look at that wrestler of the year lineup, man. There's a lot of guys on that list right now. Boy, they are just a battered bunch right now. You know, Abushi, out. AJ Styles, as we'll talk about later, hurting in a bad way. Nakamura, I guarantee you he's not recovered from his injury from G1. You know, Tanahashi, 
you know, he's got hips and back that you know held together with scotch tape at this point. I think Okada's got... fine. He's like me. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a young guy, you know. He's fit as a fiddle, you know. He's just, <laughs> I'm fine. But, but, you know, you look at that wrestler of the year list, there's, there's some banged up bodies on that list. So moving on to our next category here, junior of the year. And the nominees are, number one, Kushida. Number two, Kenny Omega. Number three, Ricochet. Number four, Kyle O'Reilly. And number five, Matt Seidel. Well, I, I like this, and, and, and I think this year it was tough for juniors, right? Um, yes. It was hard coming up with some of these spots. And I think, quite honestly, we may have just shoehorned in uh, one of them in my eyes. But Kushida, Kenny Omega, you know, those two going for the strap pretty much all year. Uh, Ricochet and Matt Seidel winning the the junior uh, tag tournament that that quite honestly was probably the most enjoyable and interesting tournament uh, in in many years when it comes to that junior tag strap. It it, uh, it beat the hell out of this current tag tournament, that's for sure. <laughs> well, right, yeah, I think so too. Uh, and and Kyle O'Reilly who who made a name for himself uh, not only with Red Dragon but you know did very well in in the, the best of the super junior tournament and uh you know made it to the finals and had an outstanding match that's nominated for match of the year so i think uh he deserves a nomination there yeah you know Kyle O'Reilly in a way he kind of reminds me of that batch of uh american juniors that was coming in in the 90s um well i shouldn't say american but you know uh guys and juniors like your your Benoits and uh, your, your your Malinkos, your Guerreros, your Jerichos. He he, he kind of gives off that vibe to me, but in a present setting. Yeah, uh, and listen, you know, it's not all about tag team wrestling with, when it comes to Kyle O'Reilly, you know, and and he's made his name in New Japan so far, you know, as a tag team wrestler. But I I think that this tournament and uh, this tournament being the Super Juniors and um. You know, even stuff outside of New Japan has helped kind of wake people up. You know, he's, you know, his Ring of Honor stuff. I know, I know we don't want to kind of have some of that outside stuff influence what he's done in New Japan, but I think you can't hand wave it. Um, and, and you can't just dismiss it. Uh, I think, I think he's definitely deserving of a nomination for Junior of the Year. Our next category is a tag team of the year. This one was tough. Yeah, this one was tough, especially you know, uh, t- considering the lack of of the lack of depth in both tag divisions, and we didn't um, split the divisions up. We grouped them all together to make one category for tag team of the year. So there are junior tag teams in here, and there are heavyweight tag teams in here. And actually, uh, let's start off with the the nominees here. The lone heavyweight tag team in this division, number one. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, Damon. I know they. I know they're your pick for tag team of the year, right? But, uh, you can't. You can't ignore them. it. You can't ignore it. I mean, the guy, they they they've given them the straps this whole pretty much this whole year, aside from you know Bennett and Taven. I, I, you got to put them on there. You know, you got to at least nominate the fuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whether they get a vote or not, uh, who knows? But yeah, I, I you know that. Well, they got to nominate. They're on. They're on the ballot. So, for all the hate that we have for the Coxwings and the and the and the less than stellar performances, they're on the list. They're they're, they're your champions. Yeah. So Guns and Gallows number one. Number two, the Young Bucks. And that's tough because to me, they didn't have as a, a good as year as the year before. No. Um, but I don't want to say who else do you put on there. But who else do you put on there? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, e- even though their year uh, perhaps wasn't as good as last year's, they're as over as they have, they've ever been. So I guess uh, I think know, they are. I, I, yeah, I mean, but are they over in New Japan? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, all right, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't, I. Listen, this is this is was was probably one of those where we went back and forth a little bit, Colin and myself. So, um, hey, listen, it's up to you guys. You vote for them, but uh, Young Bucks nominated tag team of the year. Yeah, and th- and th- you know what? That me me putting them in that category might be purely based off of how nice they were to me at the King of Trios. <laughs> it, it, it might just be me being biased, right? And you haven't experienced <laughs> credit card card fraud yet. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, Nick you Jackson has my credit card number. Nomination done. Yep, nomination done. All Number right. three, the Time Splitters. Now here's another one. You know, are they Al- even a tag team anymore? I mean, they are and they aren't. Um, <laughs> you know, the Time Splitters. You know, Alex Shelley was was it was out for a, a while, and and you didn't really see them for during the summer months. But uh, you know, at the beginning of the year and, and po- possibly the end of the year, this one was tough. I mean, listen, not for nothing, we're not putting Taven and Bennett in here, guys. <laughs> right? You know, but who else are we going to put in here? Uh, so, time splitters get a nomination. I wanted to put Ten Cozy in here, but Damon just wouldn't have I it. I would not allow it. <laughs> I, I can't have that happen. Number four, and I don't think there is a soul that could argue with this one, Red Dragon. I, I, to me, they're head and shoulders above the rest of the group. They've had a spectacular year. Uh, they've had uh, countless uh, uh, strong matches. Uh, uh, to me, the, the, the quality is there. The, the, this is their year. Uh, if you're asking me, put, putting the proverbial gun to the head, uh, yeah, Red Dragon's got this one. And number five, a tag team that really picked up a lot of momentum in my eyes towards the end of the year here, Rapongi Vice. Yeah, I mean, they're a dark horse, I would say, but I think they'll pick up a few votes. Um, in a in a weak tag team year, I think uh, I think Red, Red Dragon and Rapongi Vice are, 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 are looking like... Uh, odds-on favorites in my eyes. The next category is New Japan Pro Wrestling Show of the Year. So the nominees for that are, number one, Wrestle Kingdom 9 from January 4th. I, I, I think overall this show was very good, not great. And there were some moments where it was like, hmm. but overall I think the presentation and I think the the fact that this was a, a show that was made available to an, a North American audience. And of course, you know, you're talking about some great matches in, you know, uh, Okada and Tanahashi and, and Ibushi and Nakamura and even Suzuki Sakuraba and and even you know, Ishii uh, Makabe. Absolutely, and not for nothing, and even even the the car crash tag match um, with the juniors. There's a lot to look at and a lot to be happy with. So I think I think it definitely needs to get a nomination for Show of the Year. Number two, Dominion in Osaka from July 5th. Yeah, so uh, that, that July 5th show had uh, a, a match of the year contender in there, right? Uh, so, two match of the year contenders, yeah. actually. I felt, yeah. well, wait, no, never mind, never mind. I, I, I got confused. Um, Goto Nakamura, the rematch was on this show. Um, the match of the year contender for them is was the one from Don't May. Taco. Yeah, yes, yeah, it was the Dontaku, but still a very good match uh, in Styles and Okada. So, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, and anything in Osaka seems to be good, you know? <laughs> you oh, know? They, really are, they are really great. Number three, the G1 Climax 25 Finals from August 16th. Uh, you know, go back a, a few, you know, handful of uh, shows here, guys, and you know, I was there, and it was one of those magical moments. So, uh, two, uh, 
just fantastic you know, pro wrestlers giving it a five-star match in the, in the finals, put it over the top for me. Just, just a fantastic night of wrestling. I think uh, everyone would agree with that. Just despite your uh, crippling discomfort at that <laughs> yeah, event. I know. Despite the fact that I need a rascal scooter for the rest of my life. But yes. <laughs> yes. Number four, King of Pro Wrestling from October 12th. Okay. Um, I thought this was a very good show. I think this was one of those shows where it was kind of under the radar, right? Where we were talking about, where we didn't expect much going in, but then it turned out to be one hell of a fucking great show. Um, so, yep, I, I think that's a, that's a fitting nomination. And number five, Power Struggle from November 7th. I thought that was a very good show. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think these shows are, are definitely uh, quality uh, and, and upper quality New Japan shows um, and, and shows that people have gone back and watched a second time. So, yeah, I, I don't think that we have any problem with these nominations. But, again, you're picking your top three. If there's something that we've missed that you feel should be in there, by all means, write in votes are fine. But, again, on all of these categories, one, two, and three is what you're voting for. Yes. So our next category here is Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. And this was a category we kind of went back and forth with and had a, a difficult time um, trying to decide who we wanted to stick in there. Yeah, we. I think the biggest challenge was how we wanted this to be worded at, with Most Improved. Is it Most Improved or is it Guy Who's Got the Biggest Spotlight Finally Now? Because not on this list of top five is Michael Elgin. We did not put him on the list, but he was on the list. But after discussion, how we wanted this to be thought of, it's really about most improved ring work, most improved in ring. And and, and I don't know if Michael Elgin necessarily has improved his ring work per se. I just think he's channeled his ring work in a, in a different style, and he's got a bigger spotlight. So I don't know if it's necessarily most improved. Um, but uh, Kyle, why don't you go through the nominations? Yeah, so uh, number one here, Kyle O'Reilly. Right, we talked about him earlier on the show. Number two, Tama Tonga. We do talk about him a lot on this show, don't we? And I think uh, that's a, a very fitting uh, a, 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 a positive checkmark for Tonga, and I think that uh, he'll pick up lots of votes. Number three, Jay White. A young lion who I think, uh, if if and as we'll see, if we were going to rank young lions, I think many would put him near the top. Number four, Sho Tanaka. Again, one of, we talk about him every every review. Every time we've got a review, we talk about how well these two, Tanaka and Komatsu, perform in these opening matches and how they are going to be stars in this business. So uh, putting the, not putting them on the list is would be, uh, I think, a big slight, don't you think, Colin? Yes, and, and number five, as you mentioned, Komatsu. Right. So O'Reilly, Tonga, White, Tanaka, and Komatsu, that's... That's a, that's, that's a nice little list for most improved. The battle of the, the Boston Crabs there at the end. <laughs> right, right. And, and you know, that it, it might be a little difficult to kind of judge. I, I think some people might have a little little challenge in, in really kind of finding where has the improvement been on some of these young Lions. Um, I think one name that stands out to me um, when it comes to most improved would be like a Kyle O'Reilly um, to me. But, um, yep, a good list here for most improved. Moving on to our next category is biggest disappointment of the year. Biggest right. disappointment of the year. Right. So for us, when we talked about this together, you know, we're good at bitching and moaning. 
Right? Oh, Damon, I excel at bitching and moaning in we all are, aspects of life. Yeah, we are, you know, not for nothing. We're, we're pretty good at it. So uh, for us, we had, a, we had, I think we had six in the beginning. We, we tried to whittle it down a little bit, but uh, I think we got a nice little list of the biggest disappointments uh, of the year that uh, we could sink our teeth into here. Number one. Biggest disappointment of the year, uh, Kushida's start and stop push. Yeah, look, we've. I think there's plenty of people that follow this product that just don't get it, you know. And and you know, I joked about, you know, he must have he must have slept with someone's wife, or he must have done something he shouldn't have done, because uh, it just makes no sense. And uh, he's a talented guy that just doesn't seem to get the ball rolling. And when the ball starts getting rolling, it it stops abruptly. So uh, I think for us, uh, that's that's a huge disappointment so far. Number two, the heavyweight tag division. Right in general, right? We we sat here, we, we couldn't think of decent tag teams in this tag division, um, and it, it hasn't gotten better throughout the year. So the heavyweight tag divisions is a shambles. It's a mess. Um, I can't, I can't see how this doesn't make the list of a biggest disappointment. Number three, Kota Ibushi not winning the never openweight title. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were kind of putting their finger on uh, Ibushi beating Makabe and kind of jump-starting that. Now, maybe the injury had something to do with that, but it just seemed like it never took off, you know, from the beginning of the year to when everybody was, you know, Kota Ibushi was on everybody's lips as, you know, a a promising young bright star in New Japan, and it just never took off. So this year, uh, that might be a top of many people's lists. Number four, I like this one, Jeff Jarrett joining the Bullet Club. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yes, I, mean, I do. I mean, not, and not many people talk about that, but that was just and the, and the guitar shot on Tanahashi, and it was just like, uh, oh no, please God, no. So uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett in the Bullet Club, uh, <laughs> and, and at Wrestle Kingdom uh, match. It, you know, look, plenty plenty to be disappointed there. And number five, Mauro Ronaldo not doing English commentary for the King of Pro Wrestling show. Yeah, I think there's lots of people that are disappointed by that. I think. Uh, well, and not just Mauro Ronaldo. Let's let's say Ronaldo and Josh Barnett. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people gravitate to New Japan Pro Wrestling because of the job that these two guys have done in uh, on Access TV. And, you know, there's a lot of eyeballs that, that, that watch New Japan exclusively on Access TV. So, and I, and I think Mauro and, and Josh do, do an outstanding job. And to me, they're hands down announcers of the year. Um, and, and again, we talked about Kevin Kelly and we talked about Matt Stryker and uh, the pluses and the minuses there. But I think by and large, I think a lot of people were very disappointed to not hear uh, the Access TV crew uh, not, not even getting asked um to to do this so um yeah we'll see how we'll see how kevin and uh, and matt do come wrestle kingdom time but um i think there's plenty of people that were disappointed that again not not even a sniff coming their way this next category is uh one of my favorite categories actually and one that's going to be tough for me to decide on and this is unsung hero of the year yeah so what we wanted to do was you know there's I don't want to say there's a glass ceiling, but there is that that um, somewhat you know hierarchy of of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and we have those guys that are going to be wrestler of the year. But there's plenty of unsung heroes in the middle of the card where you're getting fantastic matches, you know, quality match of the year caliber matches. 
um, and, and guys that may you know fall under the radar. So we kind of want to have a little unsung hero award for these type of guys that you know each and every show they're putting out great matches, but you know they're never going to reach that. Uh, I can't say never, but they they it's going to be hard to kind of break that threshold of a Nakamura, Tanahashi, Okada kind of level. So uh, yeah, so we picked five, and uh, I think we got a good group here. I think that we do. So number one, Tomohiro Ishii. Consistent every single year. You know, he's a middle-of-the-card guy, but for, for a guy who's who's middle-of-the-card, he really delivers just about every single match. So uh, you got to hand it to the guy. He's got, how many how many nominees for Match of the Year does the guy have? He has two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 amazing. So, And, and, and the highest he's gotten is that never title. So, um, yeah. Hats off to Ishii. Hats off to Ishii. And uh, speaking of match of the year, our uh, second nominee here also is up for two match of the year uh, nominees, and that is Tomoaki Honma. Hey, uh, and another guy who's, you know, one of those magical moments of the year had to be G1, him picking up his first win at Corican. Um, it was it was awesome. You know, the crowd was was incredible. The 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 the, f- the fans were into it. I was into it. I was there. Um, you know, and 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 you know now it looks like maybe he's on his way to uh, a, a tag team title. So uh, yeah, I think I think consistently or Hanma, a jail cell. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, but Hanma is uh, one of those guys that is uh, an unsung hero of New Japan, definitely this calendar year. Number three, Tetsuya Naito. Right. Now, so here's a guy that turned a gimmick, you know, and, and turned his 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 it, the interest in him 360. 360 or 180. 360 would be a full circle. So they were 180. Be 180. Um, yeah, it reminds me of that Macho Man uh, interview. We did a 360 <laughs> and a 180. And a, um, so yeah, Naito uh, and his Los Ingobernables. There you go close um his crew uh made a lot of waves and uh, i think not necessarily match quality not necessarily match quality in fact it's probably taken a step down or two because he's working his gimmick but yeah uh i i can't you know he's he's definitely put himself in a spot of prominence on the card and interest and more people are are into naito than ever before so i think uh him getting a nod here as an unsung hero is uh Definitely warranted. Number four, and I have a feeling that this one is going to be a uh, big favorite among our listeners, and that is Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah, I mean, he's always he, the running joke with him is you know G one. You know, you know everybody's <laughs> disappointed that he's not in the final. I'm picking him for next year. Why not? Sure, eventually you'll hit. Uh, and and you know his you know lack of push and and for whatever reasons, whether he's uh, you know. We've we've heard the stories before, and if you haven't, Google them, and you know, I'm sure you'll see. Uh, but uh, yes, he for whatever reason is not uh, getting that push that maybe North American fans think he deserves. So again, unsung hero once again for Shibata. And the last nominee here for unsung hero, and I'm so happy that he is on this list, Mascara Dorada. Yeah, uh, you know, here's a guy that's. Everybody's everybody likes and everybody is into and everybody wishes there was more from and uh, you know he spent the calendar year kind of opening matches and six man tags and not really kind of finding a, a a spot 
and and a lot of exciting things were were planned in people's minds for Dorada um, when he signed full time with New Japan in February. So um, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, for match quality and and what he's able to do and listen, anytime he's in the ring. You know, people are sitting up in their chair because he's very talented and he's and it's flashy and it's uh, lots of fun and, and, and good stuff from Dorada. So uh, for him to make this unsung list, uh, I think is uh, I think it's a definite. I, I, let's put it this way: I don't, I don't think he's that. Um, what am I? What am I looking for? Like f- he deserves to be on this list. It's not. It's not strange to have Dorada on a list of Shibata, Naito, Hana, and uh, and Ishi. And the last two categories for the first ever PuroCast Year End Awards. These are actually listener write-in categories. You're going to write in um, your uh, nominees for this category. And um, they are listener's favorite wrestler and listener's least favorite wrestler. Right. So we didn't want to uh, skew your, your thought process. We wanted to have your honest opinions on these. So, again... Name, name us your three favorite wrestlers of the calendar year of 2015 for New Japan. Give us your three least favorite uh, for the calendar year for New Japan in 2015. So, I know my favorites, Damon. Got- I know I know your favorites, and uh, I'm, I'm fortunate you can't vote for uh, Yellow Barbie. You cannot vote for Muffin Ass. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's two. I know and Takahashi. Skew. And Takahashi. So uh, Colin will definitely skew the vote. Um Yes, so give us your three on those, your favorite and least favorite, and that wraps up the awards. Yeah, so uh, once again, uh, the cutoff date to vote on these awards is going to be January 2nd, and uh, the actual award ceremony, if you will, is going to take place. <laughs> black tie affair. <laughs> yes, it is a black tie affair, a black robe affair, that it, that is going to take place on January 3rd, which will also be our uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 preview show. Uh, now, once again, let's let's just go over the rules um, uh, for the categories here. So you're going to pick uh, a 1, 2, and a 3. Correct. You're going to pick a 1, 2, and a 3. Now, uh, the, your, your number one... Five is, votes. You get five points. Right. Your number one is going to uh, get five points. Your number two is going to get three points. And your number... Three. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I I, uh, I messed that up. So, you're, <laughs> so, so, so your number one... Num- All right. So here we go. Let's your try this one, again. Number yeah, one, five points. Five points. Correct. So your you're top dog, your number one vote getter for you personally... You vote one, two, three. They'll get five points. Your number two, your number two choice. Yes, gets three points. That is correct. And your number three choice gets one point. There we go. There it is. There it is. So again, one, two, and three uh, for the awards. All the all the all the categories. So uh, uh, vote away. We'll have all the rules on our Facebook. If this is confusing, um, by all means, check it out there. If you have any questions, tweet us. Uh, but it's pretty simple, right? It's, I mean, this is not rocket science we're doing here, right? <laughs> well, it, it kind of is actually. You know, it's yeah. it's it's up there. Is it up there? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not, because I I don't want any work out of this. But I don't I don't want to sit there counting ballots until midnight. No, in all seriousness, though, um, we are going to post all of the all the categories and all of the nominees on our Facebook page so you will be able to read them on there and of course we'll post the email address on there as well once again that is newjapanpurocast at gmail.com and uh, you are going to send us your picks 
for the year-end awards by January 2nd. Right. No tweets, no nothing else. Emails. It's the only fair way we can do this. Right. That That, that is the, uh, the most um, decisive way to uh, tally up all of your votes. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually really looking forward to that show. Me too. Me too. I'm looking forward to hearing everyone. And, and again, comment away. Uh, put in why you feel certain your vote goes a certain way. Um, I like award shows. I like these uh, year-end wrestling award shows. And I always look forward to the Observer's year-end awards. So uh, I'm all in on this, guys. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you got to say. And uh, again, finally, you got a voice. You can uh, have it heard uh, here on the PureCast. All right, so that takes care of that business for the uh, first ever year end awards here in the PuroCast. Now, Damon, I think it is time for us to talk about the World Tag League, which mercifully is coming to an end. <laughs> I know that uh, you and I just, just just got done watching the December 6th show, but yeah, say what you were going to say. Uh, just uh, literally fucking brutal. <laughs> That's the only description you can give it. It's fucking brutal. It's and and the, the sad part about it is is that for whatever reason I got myself all worked up thinking it was going to be something special and it, it, was, it has not been and it has never been. Um, some of these shows have been hilariously average in buildings that, quite honestly, are hilariously weird. <laughs> like some of these buildings and 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 these single cam shows. Like what was the one on the third? Where you was, sent me a text yesterday yeah. and you said. I am currently watching the Bunker Show from December third, and I thought, like, I seriously thought, oh, is this some sort of new promotion in Japan? Because let's be honest, Japan has some weird names for their wrestling promotions, right? Yeah. So I thought that that <laughs> thought that this was some sort of new uh, up and coming promotion in Japan. But finally, I got to this December third World Tag League Show, and it it looks like it took place in Hitler's bunker. <laughs> Was it's like the pipes and concrete, and it looked like it was like, like there's guarantee there's been a rave in there once or twice, right? Um, it was just a weird looking building, and um, I don't know, I, I like that. That was the most entertaining thing for me <laughs> were the buildings that these these shows are held in, and these single cams. The one, uh, I guess it was the fourth, was it? Was the you know, it was just the wall and the one clock, like this gigantic <laughs> wall. And I'm counting the tiles on the wall during one match because I was just so bored. Uh, and this is just, just gigantic wall and a clock, you know. Um, look, I, we're not going to review all these shows. No. We're just not. It's, we I, would die. We would, we would die. We've died. We were tweeting back and forth and texting back and forth just saying how dry as toast these shows have been. Uh, we'll give some over-encompassing thoughts on them, but look, if you're a diehard and and you you want to dig your teeth into s- these shows, by all means, uh, I'm sorry. I watched them, and I, I watched them with the pure intention of saying, okay, if there's something good out of these things, we'll talk about it. Let me take that back. If there was something great, we'll talk about it, but these these shows were a struggle and they did and they didn't even give you the, the entire shows they were just giving you the tag league um look here's the bottom line it's naito and evil homna and and makabe in the finals um we we knew that's where we were going we, we knew kind of that was the progression um we'll talk about this the show that just passed on on saturday night sunday morning but we're not going to go through the rest of these shows because to me they were I mean, there was one, was it the fourth? I think it was either the fourth or the third. It was Tanahashi and Elgin against Fale and um, Tongan. 
I want to say kid, that was the fourth. Yeah, I, I kid you not, Colin. Tanahashi spent three quarters of the match outside during sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he just he had a sleeping bag under the ring and a, and a cot or something because he would take a bump outside the ring and Elgin would be doing everything else and he would just stay outside the ring and just uh, and that's what it was. It was it was these guys just trying to get through these shows and I understand that we talked about it last week. They were just trying to get through these shows safe and sound without being hurt. Just, just to get these things done with, and that's what it felt like. These were, you know, these were spot show, house show, whatever you want to call it, type shows where easy peasy stuff. We're not going to do anything too out of control, and and we're just going to try and get through it. And that's, and I can't, I can't blame them. That doesn't mean I got to watch it right? and enjoy it. Um, it was what it was. I have one more thought about that December third bunker show. Yeah. Have you ever played uh, the original um, Doom 3D on the yeah, computer? Yes, yes. That is kind of what yes. that that venue looked like. Like it like, really was. It looked like it, it it was it was Doom 3D. That's exactly you nailed it. I thought there was going to be you know imps and demons coming out throwing fireballs and that would have been a lot more interesting than what we saw. Quite it frankly, really was. that was it. That was Doom. That was the Doom show. Absolutely, it was it was Butch Reed and it was Ron Simmons. <laughs> Do you get it? No, <laughs> um, it was all of it. It was Woman too. Um, it was is exactly what it was. But the pipe, the way they would zoom out, and there would be these gigantic industrial pipes, and it was just cement. It was like just these gigantic cement walls. They should hold Wrestle Kingdom at that venue. That would be amazing. <laughs> and it looked like a bomb shelter. It really did look like a. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe it was in the past, but ah, uh, what a just yeah you know here's yeah. my thought though on the g1 tag league itself i think that they need to move this to a different time of the year because you know as you were saying um these guys with with you know only a month less than a month now left until wrestle kingdom 10 the biggest show of the year they're not going to be out there you know uh giving it their all and risking their bodies before the biggest payday of the year. So why not move this tag league? Uh, I, I don't know where they can move it, but move it to a point in the year where they can, you know, uh, put on their working boots a little more and um, have some higher quality matches so they don't have to worry about you know, killing themselves before the biggest show of the year. You know what I'm saying? I do, but here's the thing. You're not going to move it for tradition purposes, one. Two, you're not – it is what it is. Um, again, you you would never see these shows if it wasn't for New Japan World. You know, like these shows, nobody was going out of their way in the '90s to get tapes of this. You know what I mean? Like these spot shows in the middle of nowhere. Um, this is pro wrestling. This is pro wrestling 101. So the, the only problem is, is that you're seeing it and you're watching it, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I can't think of anything. You know, I'm not doing it, but I can't think of anything easier for a pro wrestler to do than tag matches, right? Aside from six man tag matches, um, you know. So if you're looking for wear and tear on the body, we don't want to see singles matches. We want to see tag matches because it's half the workload. And in, in that match that I talked about with with Tanahashi and Elgin, you know, Tanahashi took a snooze outside the ring, and he was in the ring maybe you know a third of it. So um, I don't think you're going to get any lighter. You know, I don't think you're going to get any, you know, easier workload than, than the tag league until the finals. And and the, the problem I have is that you already know that half the teams are, you know, they're not going to win it. 
you know, Okada and, and, and Yoshihashi wasn't winning it. You know, Tanahashi and Elgin wasn't winning it. Uh, Nakamura and, uh, and Ishii, they, they weren't winning it. You know, so it kind of eliminates some things pretty, you know, just logically. Um, teams being eliminated, and that kind of removes some of the luster of it for me. So why don't we get into this December 6th show that uh, we just watched that took place from Nagoya. Now, I'll admit, I kind of gave this show the G1 treatment. And what I mean by that is I basically just skipped right to the meat and potatoes, right to the tag matches. Um, Damon, I think you watched the whole thing, correct? I did watch the whole thing. And I will say this, that there was one match that you may have missed that, that I did enjoy. And I thought it was one of the better matches leading up from the entire tournament up until this time. It was uh, Kushida, Elgin, and Tanahashi. Uh, their, their match. I thought that was really very good. I, I definitely enjoyed that, that six-man tag. I read that, and um, actually, there was one thing that I had to go back and uh, check out after I read about it. I think you can guess what it was. Uh, I think I know what it was. <laughs> you know exactly what it was. Just tell me. <laughs> Muffin ass? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. She came out. Colin. She came out, one, I really do think that she is being drugged because she just has this glazed, dopey look on her face, number one. Number two, those boots, they should be illegal because she can't walk in them. She yeah. Can't, she, 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 she cannot physically. And they were, they were thin stiletto boot. She was wobbling like a motherfucker. What a, what a trampy girl. And then that strip, did you see the striptease? Oh, d- did I see the striptease? Oh. Good Lord <laughs> Almighty! I, I was like different parts where I was actually uncomfortable, and I was laughing like in a nervous kind of like, "Oh my God, her her vagina is gonna pop out!" Like she was doing splits and like doing like the Nakamura uh, leg split stretch thing, like a girl in like a uh, a little bit better than a G string, right? It, it, it was basically a thong bikini. That it she really was wearing. Was. It was highly inappropriate. Very inappropriate. <laughs> not 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 PG at all. No, it was not. Uh, this girl, and she's like doing, you know, like she's in uh, mum and shunts. You know, she's <laughs> doing, you know, all these stretches and. Tell you like, what, she she must do her DDP yoga because her flexibility <laughs> is outstanding. You love that DDP yoga. I, I'm a big um, proponent. They're going to be a sponsor one day. I'm going to make it happen one day. Um, yeah, she was out of she was out of her mind when it came to being a, a, a Takahashi girl. Um, but no, that that was probably the the better match. Uh, who did they wrestle? I'm, I'm, why am I drawing a blank on who Elgin and um, they wrestled uh, the Kingdom and Ghetto? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and the cool part about it was was Ghetto. Um, it kind of felt like Ghetto was 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 scouting out Tanahashi. You know what I mean for for Okada. And I think this was Bennett and Taven's best performance that I've seen in, in forever. Uh, I really like this match. So I'm not going to go so far as to say, stop everything and go watch. No, I'm not going to do that. But I, to watch. I, think, I think this was a good match. And to me, up until, up until that point, that was, that was one of my favorite matches of this, of this whole entire tournament. And it's not even a tournament match. Yeah, so the show kicked off with Nakanishi and oh, oh we're going to do the whole thing. All right. Well, I just want to get I I, I want to get right. your brief thoughts. Just right. just very brief thoughts on you the undercard it. here. So Nakanishi, <laughs> Mascara Dorada and Taguchi 
and Kamatsu versus Nagata, Tanaka, Tiger Mask, and Captain New Japan. What do you think? <laughs> I, I I guess you don't even need to say anything. Uh, I I feel bad for Nakanishi. You know what I feel bad for? I feel like bad for like the, the online wrestling journalists that have to put pen to paper and uh, fingers to keyboards and have to describe this match or matches like this. How like, do you describe it? How do you like? And there are people that literally wax poetically, uh, just on and on about these type of matches. And I'm like, I don't know how the hell they do it. Like I, I, I'm. I, how do you? They're professional writers, I guess. You know, I guess they, that's a, that, that's they really, you know, that's their craft. My craft, <laughs> apparently, is not that because I couldn't do it. Um, it look, it, 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 take a guess. This this match was, and I felt like this match went on forever. That's that's another thing. I felt like this match went get, was given up way too much time. Apparently, was, there was a part in this match where. Nagata kicked Nakanishi in the chest, and then he said, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of that in, on these, uh, you know, especially from the Americans. You know, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of salty language that they use. Um, it, look, uh, I I can't I can't do this for this. How man. about uh, the addiction versus Jay White and David Finley? Any thoughts on that? I felt I was disappointed with this. To be to be honest, uh, I think. Daniels and Kazarian have done nothing for me so far this tour, uh, and I was really looking forward to this match. It was okay. It, it was a lot of like, it was a lot of American style tag match. If you know what I'm saying, you know, it was a, you know a little goofy comedy in the beginning. I don't know. I, I I'm not. I haven't felt anything that they've done in this entire run, uh, Kazarian and, and, and Daniels. I really haven't, and I was super excited for this match, and it, this one, to me, didn't deliver. Did uh, did Daniels come out in his SS Stormtrooper jacket? He's done it the whole tour. He's done it the whole tour, and from what I understand, it's um, uh, it is a I, I got tweeted. It, it is a comic reference, and I forget which one it was, but it is a, a comic reference. Um, he is the ring general. Uh, that's what we're going with, but yeah, there is a comic influence there. And I should have written it down, but I didn't. But I have it, it right here, actually. Oh, yeah, go, go for it. Okay, Apparently, go. it is a takeoff of Magneto in Magneto. House of M. I that we're we're beyond geeky at this point. Right? I don't know any of that. So okay, like seriously, are people really going to get that fucking reference? I think that a lot of people will actually. Really? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I do. A, I'm the asshole. Good then. I'm good not then. one of those people either. I'm not. I'm not a big comic book nerd. I, I know that might surprise you, but. Because I'm, I'm into Dream Theater and <laughs> right Journey. I got ripped for like for for ripping you. Wait yeah. a minute. Somebody said I was so happy about that. About the, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we talk about this for a second? Yes, we can absolutely talk about this for Did a second. Somebody said who was it? Read the tweet. You have the tweets right there. Yes. Let's get into this. Here we go. So, um, this person on Twitter said Damon came off unlikable this past week. And wow. I, and I said this past week. I mean, really? When did it? And he continued. He said, "Wow, doesn't like Journey. Watched no. watched bad Nick high school dramas and political opinion. Where is the political opinion? I'm not I sure where, where he got that from. I have zero political opinions. Uh, trust me, I have none. No political <laughs> opinion is. I don't give a shit. That's really? my political opinion. Um, do you bad, vote, Damon? The, the bad what? Do, you, do, do I you, vote? Yeah, no, do you no, vote? I, honestly, I don't. No, do. Wow. Okay, we're gonna I, have a talk about that later. But go on. Waste, waste of time." Waste of absolute time. It 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 really is. But anyway, <laughs> um, here's what I do know. I hear I pay fucking like five thousand dollars a year in taxes, probably more than that, 
and and the majority of that is our school taxes. I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids. I pay it, and I don't say a peep. I don't say a peep. All right, there's my political rant for the day. Um, the Nick stuff. Come on, they were they were they were, they, they were awful. Did you see the video? No, I did not oh, watch oh, it yet. Oh. I will though. Oh, it's, it's like it really brought back great memories and just awful acting memories. Oh, but that Brooke. Oh, Lordy, Lord. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. You love Brooke. I love her. What? I wonder where. What is her name? Does anybody? Maybe I should look that up. I wonder what she's doing now. I wonder what that Brooke's doing now. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. I'm a likable guy. That hurt my. That hurt my feelings. All right. Uh, what's the second match? Uh, okay. I I doubt you have anything to say about uh, Ken Cozy match. versus Takahashi and Kota, Cody Hall. We kind of talked about the best part of that match. I think. Yeah. The, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cody Hall <laughs> was. He looked. Oh, I, I'm not. I, it does nothing for me. It, Needless so far, to say, he is not on the most improved uh, <laughs> list not, here. Not for me. Not no. I, I listen. If he gets right in votes, God bless. But uh, not for me. Yeah. Uh, of course, you said that Tanahashi, Elgin, and Kushida versus the Kingdom and Ghetto was a good match. I thought so. I thought it was. I thought it was a very good match. I thought it was a very good match. And that brings us to the actual uh, G1 Tag League matches. So the first match was the team of Bad Luck Fale and Tamatanga facing Sakuraba and Yano. Uh, this match was exactly what you would expect. Yano yeah. did the double bl- low blows to Fale mm-hmm. and Tamatanga. Uh, Sakuraba rolled up Tonga. I believe for the pinfall, and yeah, that was that. Ball shot. Yeah, double ball shot yep. from Yano. Double nut shot. Uh, got got the pin. Now I didn't expect. It. I thought it was. I really didn't think it was going to be that. But it, but what what we got out of this match uh, was the beatdown afterward, right? So it seemed like the match ended quickly, so that they had time for the post match shenanigans, which involved Bullet Club, you know, laying out Sakuraba, uh, laying out Yano, and then. Mm, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It looks like we're gonna have a program. <laughs> so, so Takahashi comes out with a chair and starts working over Yano's taped up ribs. And uh, yeah, da- Damon, does does this mean that that we are going to get Tonga Fale and uh, Takahashi versus Yano Sakuraba and someone else? Yeah, maybe you know, maybe we get a uh, Yano Sakuraba and Yoshihashi. We could hope, right? <laughs> Actually, I, I, I and I'm being completely serious this, this year. I had an idea for Wrestle Kingdom that would get a lot of guys on the card. This could open up the show. We can get out of the way. You, you want to hear what the idea is? Sure. Why not? You could book a Team New Japan versus Team Bullet Club match to kick off WrestleMania. This will be a 10-man tag match. WrestleMania? Or Wrestle... You, Wrestle- you've done that a lot. I know, I know. It, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> well, maybe you could book that for WrestleMania, too. I, I would love to imagine that opening match. <laughs> Fucking... No, seriously, That'd though. That'd be great. Seriously, though. Wrestle Kingdom 10. To, 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 to open up the show and get some guys on the card. How about this? So we have the team of Fale... Tonga, Takahashi, and the Young Bucks, because they would be out of the tag match if I was booking this, mm-hmm. versus the team of Sakuraba, Kojima, Tenzan, Yano, and oh, who else could we put in there? To, to, Yoshihashi, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah y- Yoshihashi. Any, anyway, you, you get the... Uh, no, no, actually, my original idea was to throw Rapongi Vice in there, because they wouldn't be in the tag match either if I was booking this thing. Mm-hmm. 
right. I mean, that's fine. So there you go. Gets a bunch of people on the card. Team Bullet Club versus Team New Japan. Opens up the show. It gets it out of the way. Everyone gets a payday. They can go home. Done. I, I, fine. It's, I got no problem with it. Here's, here's, here's what we're going to get. We're going to get Yano. We're going to get Sakuraba. And we're going to get Yoshihashi against uh, Fale and, and uh, Tonga and uh, Takahashi. That's what we'll have. Well, at least we have uh, the entrance to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I mean the beatdown was was the, was the was the angle. Uh, that was that's what you're hanging your hat on with this match, kids. Yeah, poor Yano, poor Yano. So uh, next match here, the team of Shinsuke Nakamura and Tomohiro Ishii versus Guns and Gallows. So. Uh, Guns and Gallows picking up the win here uh, with with the magic killer on Ishii, and I guess really you had to have them uh, go over a strong, legitimate tag team to kind of prepare them for Wrestle Kingdom ten. I guess that was the idea here, but I, I thought this was an okay match. I didn't think it was bad. Um, you know, shockingly, I didn't think it was bad. Um, yeah, but I think you nailed you nailed it with that in the sense of. We're going to give Gallows and Anderson some 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 juice going into Wrestle Kingdom, you know, kind not of Juice Robinson, not Juice Robinson, who I did see at ringside many times. Um, it, but it was more for you know to give them a little little shot in the arm, so that going into Kingdom they'll you know won't look like perennial losers. Um, it was just smart. It was good. You know, there's there's no reason not to, and that's that's what we got. And and, and this was a good match. I I thought. Um, uh, I thought Anderson was was remarkable here. I thought um, I thought Ishii was remarkable here. I thought Nakamura was good, and I thought Gallows was Gallows. <laughs> and, and you know what? Speaking of Carl uh, Anderson, I got a chuckle out of uh, when they were doing their entrance. Anderson goes up to the camera, and he says, um, "Intermittent fasting. That's why we're so fucking shredded, or something like that." <laughs> I like, really? Intermittent I, fasting. I, I, there, I don't think fasting is in their vocabulary. <laughs> I think <laughs> if, if by fasting you mean they're drinking lots of beer, yes, they're fasting. All right. Um, it, like I said, I, I think Carl Anderson, not, not surprisingly, made this match. I, I, he, 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 he was the glue that, that held this match together for me. He was the so, glue that held the cock swings together. Uh, and then now he's doing this thing where he's swinging the belt and he's like, I don't know. Is it, is it like piss, or like like he'll he'll swing the cock and then his other hand will like make a motion like something's coming out of the cock and I don't know what fluid he's referring to, but it's gross. That you is quite I mean? disgusting. Really? I mean, what's next? Oh, you don't want to know. He's gonna shove the belt up his ass, <laughs> shit it out. I don't, like, what is he doing? Like, like what's next? Yeah, so Guns and Gallows picking up the win over Nakamura and Ishii, getting ready for Wrestle Kingdom 10. The next match here, the team of Makabe and Honma versus Okada and Yoshihashi. I really enjoyed this match, and I really love the uh, the move that Makabe and Honma do, where uh, Makabe has the guy up on his shoulders, and then Honma does the headbutt, kind of like yeah. a, a takeoff of the Doomsday device. Doomsday Kokeshi, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That was that was fantastic. Um you know, we'll talk a lot about Hamna in, in a second. Um, but to me, the, the, it, it's an interesting tag team. I, I like the idea of, of, of what they're doing with them. Um, 
the match to me was good, not great. Match was good, not great. Um, well, really, the biggest takeaway here was how about Hiroshi Tanahashi? Man, this guy deserves an Academy Award. Yeah, he yeah, was practically in tears when Makabe and Holman won because, of course, that meant that him and uh, Big Mike weren't challenging uh, for the tag straps or weren't going to the finals, rather. Yeah, yeah, that was that that was really good. And there was a lot of stuff online with people taking pictures and <laughs> it up with it. But that, yeah, he is great. He's, I'm sorry, he's fucking great. Uh, and, and some of those pictures were classic. So, yeah, that's that's the big takeaway. He of, might be uh, my, my, my vote for wrestler of the year, honestly. Just based off of his uh, facial expressions at ringside? Y- yeah, just just based <laughs> off of that. Based, oh, n- number one, after he lost to Yano, mm. like, just... <laughs> he is pissed off yeah when he's when, yeah we can't believe he fucking lost yeah just the, the, yeah oh my god yeah based purely not even on his matches just on his just on his acting outside of the ring i think tanahashi's my wrestler of the year <laughs> yeah. you know what thinking back and looking back on that that there was nothing there from a match quality perspective but that was good shit you know what i mean like that was just like a frustrated tanahashi who uh he couldn't beat Yano for whatever reason. He was just—it's like a baseball team or a, or a hockey team or a football team. You know, on paper they should beat this team, but for whatever reason they 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 shit the bed, and that's what Tanahashi was doing, and he couldn't believe it. You know, he's like, "How am I losing to this yeah, motherfucker?" That's, that's like the Globetrotters losing to the Generals. <laughs> right. By the way, that's a work. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That, that 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 that's all on the up and up. That's legit. <laughs> that's all legit. Okay. All right. Uh, remember, yeah. remember when uh, Krusty the Clown bet against the Globetrotters? I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Generals were due. Oh, well, well, Yano was due. So, um, yeah, that was that was good. But yeah, that's that's the takeaway from that match. In my eyes, you liked the match a little bit better than I did. I thought it was okay. Yeah, no, I I kind of enjoyed it actually. I don't know what it was about it, but I, I thought it was a decent match. Uh, our next match here, the team of Naito and Evil taking on. Hiroki Goto and Katsuyori Shibata. Okay, so a few observations here. Mm-hmm. Evil still coming out with the big plastic Halloween sickle that he bought at Riot Aid. Uh, <laughs> still coming out with the uh, the the laser fingers. Um, uh, let me let me ask you, Damon. Yeah. What what makes evil evil? Like, is it the guy liner? Is it the purple hair? Is it the biting? What 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 really makes him evil? Um, all of the above. You know, uh, <laughs> it's it's a shame in today's society that a little hair coloring and and guy makeup gives you this evil tag. But yes, that's my that's my uh, statement of society today. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, I don't like the gimmick, Colin. I'm officially on the. I don't like this. I think I'm with you there. I I, I want want Tanabe back. I, you know what? Just give me. I'll take evil. I'll, I don't I, I call. I don't care if you call him. You know. Dog shit souffle. I don't care what you call. <laughs> Maybe that should have been his name. <laughs> Imagine being dog shit souffle. Um, I don't care what you name him. He can keep the guy liner. He can keep uh, the hair. Get rid of the fucking robe. Looks like shit. Get rid of that fucking sickle. Please get rid of it. Leave it in the back. It's shit. It's it's garbage. It really. You know what it is? It's it makes you look ridiculous. It makes you look ridiculous. Just be a be a be an evil be Naito. Leave the sickle in the back. Leave the the robe in the back. You can wear your guy liner. You can wear your purple hair. You can bite. You can do all that. Everything else is a little hokey. 
The match itself, uh, I like the fact that it was a, a, a nice little brawl between two teams that obviously don't care for each other. They'll have a little uh, little history in the calendar year. So uh, I thought the match was good, and I think that it's one of the better matches of the tournament so far. Yeah, so uh, I, I love how uh, when Goto and Shibata were making their entrance, they just kind of stopped midway, they looked at each other, and then they said, fuck it, and they just ran to the ring and just started beating the uh, ever-loving piss out of Naito and Evil. This this, this was a this was a hard-hitting match, and I especially love, uh, how about that face wash in the corner yeah. that Shibata was giving Evil? Yeah, oh, that, that that looked nasty. That that looked like uh, it, it definitely exfoliated the skin <laughs> of, of evil. Yeah. And teeth <laughs> exfoliated. Um, and the dropkick in the corner was oh. brutal. Uh, yeah, evil paid some fucking dues there. Um, and, then, and then Naito getting the finisher. As you like to call it, the flippy-do, but as everyone else calls it, what is it? It is the Destino. Destino, that is correct. We wrote that down. <laughs> I wrote it down. Um, I remembered so- it. Did you? I, yes, I couldn't remember. I, I, I sat here like right before the show, and I was like, well, I really should probably write down the name of it, and I forget what it was called. So there you are. Uh, we nailed that one, kids. Um, if I ever become like an indie pro wrestler, by the way, like l- work in the local territories, I think I would I would steal that finisher. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be my finish. Okay. I, I, I don't I, think anyone else would use it. I don't think anybody else can. That's a hard thing to do. Um, and I need to get in a win. Now, in my mind, I see this as, you know, Naito and Evil getting fucked over by Goto and Shibata, right? Oh Come, yeah. You know, I okay. So in the finals, I think, you know, we have uh, the, the the track that we were looking at earlier with uh, Makabe and and, and Hanma, um, Evil and uh, and uh, Naito getting screwed over. I think is is probably makes the most sense, right? Oh yeah, a- absolutely. So a- as we alluded to, the final. For the ninth is Makabe and Honma taking on uh, Naito and Evil, and yeah, I I definitely don't think that uh, this this Shibata Goto Naito Evil feud is over, and I think we're, that we're still gonna see that match at Wrestle Kingdom. Now, here's a question for you. Yes, if we're gonna see that match at Wrestle Kingdom, what can they do in that match to make to make it a little bit different? Um, Scaffold oh. match. <laughs> Legion of Doom style, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, what can they do? I mean, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a match. Yeah, I don't. Th- they're not. They're not gonna have like a you know nothing exploding, and they're not gonna have barbed wire, and they're not gonna um, do any crazy shenanigans like that. No, they'll, they'll probably just have a match. Now, uh, Bushi still can't wrestle, correct? I don't know if he can or he can't. Uh, to be truthful, I don't know. Um, because I thought I, I, like maybe we could have Bushi in there, and then Goto and Shibata could find another partner, and we could do that. But okay, we could do that. I'd rather keep it either singles or I prefer singles to be to be uh, brutally honest. I'll say it again, but I prefer a singles match. But um, you know what? If it's a tag, let's just make it a straight tag. I, uh, Bushi doesn't need to be involved. Um, he can spit his mist. You know, he seems to be doing that very well lately. Um, he can continue to do that. Yeah, Shibata think... looked like he got slimed, like from the Nickelodeon days. <laughs> Another Nick ne- uh, reference. There you go. Uh, I watched that as well. The The question that I have for you, Colin, James Miller Jr. That's not know. my middle name, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. It fit. Is, okay, so if we have Yano and we have Sakuraba, and let's just assume that we have a Yoshihashi. Sure. And then we have on the other side a uh, Yano. 
oh, excuse me, a, 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 a Fale, a Tonga, uh, and a, a Taka, Takahashi, our Takahashi. boy. I'm, I have notes. I'm trying to read my own writing. <laughs> so let's just say that they're off doing their thing, right? Naito, Evil, Shibata, Goto, they're out doing their thing. Who does Ishii wrestle for this never belt? I was thinking about that while I was watching this tag league show. I honestly don't know um, because we're under the assumption that uh, Michael Elgin is going to be challenging um, Jay Lethal for the ROH world title, correct? That's what that's what everybody's saying. That's yeah. on that street that you hang out on, where everybody on the street is saying it, and yep. I'm never invited. That's what they're saying. Well, I don't I don't think that you're cool enough to hang out on the same street that I hang out on. All right, what is but, it going to uh, be like West Side Story or something? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the sharks and the jets. <laughs> Ooh. Somebody somebody knows their musicals, Colin. I do, I do. I'm a, I'm a musical fan, but um. Anyway, yeah, um, if this ROH world title match is going to take place, I don't know. And really, honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I would rather see Elgin challenge for this Never title than see the ROH title defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Now, so we'll come back to the, to the, our final thoughts on on um, this show. But let's let's change let's switch gears. Okay, Lethal, AJ Styles happens in two weeks in philadelphia well we we hope we hope and why do we hope and why is there some question well it looks as though aj was sent home from this tour of new japan back issues so yeah he has a herniated disc in his lower back that is not good yeah I, is, I, don't, I don't know if if uh damon if you've ever dealt with any back issues um, I mean, not like that. No. Yeah, I haven't, but I have two uh, two people who I'm uh, very close to in my family that do deal with severe back issues, and there are days when you can't even get out of bed, and you just every move you make, you just want to cry. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like a guy who should be taking bumps in a ring. No. Um. So, with that said, you know. Lethal was to successfully defend this ROH title, and, and again, the word on the street was lethal, Elgin, at the dome. Does AJ's injury throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in not only the Ring of Honor show, but also Wrestle Kingdom? And I think that's the biggest question we have to answer. Well, here's the thing. Um... AJ versus Nakamura, that, that's the number two match on Wrestle Kingdom 10. And if you are not going to have that match, I think that this hurts the Wrestle Kingdom card a lot. And I mean a lot. It does. Um, and there's going to be some booking on the fly in, for both companies, right, for Ring of Honor. I guess my point was, so if Elgin and, and Lethal were, were on paper to have a match, and AJ and Lethal were scheduled earlier to have a match, but that doesn't happen. And there is a mystery opponent. You know, it, I guess my question is: Does Lethal still leave Philadelphia as Ring of Honor champion, and do we still have Elgin Lethal, or do we change it up, switch it up on the fly, throw Elgin in with Ishi because Ishi's looking for a partner, unless they have something up their sleeve of, of, of a mystery guest coming in from a, from a different promotion. 
I don't know anybody else who's challenging Ishii for this belt. Maybe Makabe could wrestle twice. <laughs> that would be your dream. But seriously, there's nobody else that I can think of unless, like, Kota Ibushi makes a miraculous recovery and, and, and is wrestling on this show. Yeah, Kota Ibushi pulls a John Cena and <laughs> comes back, yeah, right, like, six right. months in advance. Right. You know, he's superhuman, uh, Kota Ibushi. I don't know anybody else who's wrestling for this, you know. So I don't know if this AJ Styles injury throws a monkey wrench in ROH's plans, right? And does that impact not only the Nakamura match, but the uh, never title situation as well. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know what is going to happen, but I think, I, and I, I'm sorry to say this, I know you don't want to hear this because you're going to be at, at final battle um, in two weeks, but I would prefer if AJ just takes the rest of this month off. Yeah, me too. Well, it, it's it's playing out how we talked about it, where AJ's going home, he's resting, he's not doing anything else. Uh, listen, I'm sure Ring of Honor is not thrilled with me saying this, but yes, I would prefer AJ to stay home and rest and do what he's got to do to fix his back for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and and I think everyone would agree except Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor has got a, you know, a sold-out building in Philadelphia and pay-per-view buys that they're concerned with. Um, I'm sure that they're working on a plan B as we talk together here. The... If let's let let me ask you this, and again, we don't know much about the situation other than what we read um, in the Observer and online. I have an inside scoop. Do you? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. But what what are your thoughts about you? You know more about back pain than I do, and you seem to know a little bit more about herniated discs and that kind of stuff. That's not something that you just take a pill and you're done with, right? No, and well. <sighs> Unfortunately, that's what a lot of my family members have to do. They have to just take a pill and go into work. But it's it's pained uh, from what what I've uh, seen firsthand. It's pain that you can't even describe. And and an athlete, the caliber of AJ Styles, that goes out there and tries to be the the best professional wrestler in the world. For him to go out there with with a herniated disc in his lower back, it. It almost sounds like a fantasy. It almost sounds like something that just... I, I don't know how he's going to do it. I, I pray to God that he's able to recover in time. But, um, okay, so let's say that he can't make final battle, which would be a shame, but let's say that he can't. Now, was Michael Elgin scheduled to wrestle on that show? Yeah, against Moose. Okay, well, how about this? Let's scrap the Moose match and let's put Elgin in there with Lethal. They might. Listen, AJ was in the main event. Main event. Yeah, uh, they they, they got to do something big. Style. Here's here's my here's my take. Styles is not working this Ring of Honor show. There's, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it happening. And and like I said, I I I would be shocked if Ring of Honor isn't right now on the horn with people reworking this show. And they got to make it something special because that's your main event. So something something's in the works at Ring of Honor right now. How about this? How about um, calling up uh, Samoa Joe and seeing if they won't let him? You know, just no. Make, yeah, I know it probably won't happen, but nah, that's that. That the, 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 you could the, try. The, the, Triple H will fucking laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hang up the phone. Uh, no, I mean, listen, they're, they're scrambling right now. Ring of Honor is scrambling, and truth be told, New Japan's scrambling right now. 
New Japan's scrambling right now. This is this is the co-headliner. Yeah, this this is uh, for all intents and purposes your number four guy and your number three guy, you know, in the company set to face each other in the number two match of your biggest show of the year and the match that honestly I am looking forward to the most and I think a lot a lot of fans are looking forward to the most because it's something fresh and new and exciting and there's so much anticipation for this match if 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 you're not gonna have it if it's if it's not gonna happen boy does that 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 is a low blow to this card. From a North American fan perspective, absolutely, and I and I still think even from a Japanese fan perspective, yeah. Uh, so what do they do? Uh, I, I guess call Goshi Hazaki <laughs> and, and have this match that I, I, you know what? I probably jinxed it. That's what happened. I think. You think you jinxed it? Yeah, I think I might have jinxed it because I was so against <laughs> Nakamura versus Goshi Hazaki, and I wanted this match with AJ to happen. That my uh, <laughs> my thoughts kind of. Screwed yeah. everything up. Your thoughts knocked his spine out of whack. Yeah, this might be my fault, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I, I hope not. Blame Colin Miller. Let's get that hashtag <laughs> going. Blame Colin Miller. Um, let's, it, it's 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 a nobody knows the, the the medical situation with AJ Styles except the fact that he was sent home, which we said was a good idea from the jump. There's no reason for him to be in this tournament. None. No, right? he never should have been in it in the first place. They should have stuck Takahashi with Cody Hall and been right. done with it. Agreed. Uh, they got what they wanted with with Nakamura and AJ in the stare down. Done. Okay. They sent him home. You know, being sent home that means you're in a bad way. You're in a bad way. Uh, he's he's banged up and hurting. Well, here, here, here's the interesting thing though. Um, AJ Styles' uh, official Facebook account is still promoting Final Battle, and they're still promoting Wrestle Kingdom. Sure. Currently, I mean, as we speak. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to continue to do it until, you know, the final word comes out. But, I mean, when's final battle? Two weeks? Yeah, it is on Friday the 18th. Okay. I have it in my calendar, too. <laughs> You'll be there. I'll be there. Um, and So, okay, two weeks. We'll see what happens. I mean, l- l- I'm sure he's getting the best medical care he can afford, uh, the best massage therapy, the best dr- whatever he needs. The best I'm Reiki. Sure. The best who? Reiki. Have you ever heard of Reiki? No, what is that? It is like a uh, Eastern therapy where oh. Um, you, oh god, it's kind of hard to describe. You're gonna have to Google it. Um, they put your they they put their hands over you. The, the the Reiki master puts their hands over you, and you feel like they don't put their hands on you. They put it like very close to your skin, and you feel like a heat actually. Like coming, I'm serious. This is from the person's hands. Yeah, yeah, from the person's hands. You feel what, like a like an what immense is he, the human torch. What the? <laughs> no, this this is a real thing. Look it up. Yeah, Reiki, uh, Reiki therapy, R A I K I, I believe. Uh, yeah. Look, <laughs> go to a regular doctor, please. <laughs> I, I knew you wouldn't take t- too yeah, kindly to that. I'm just not fucking around with that shit, AJ. Don't. No, I don't want you going there. R E I K I. Go go to Reiki therapy and go to acupuncture, AJ. I I want I want a real doctor. I'm against want, this Western medicine. It's I want, all I, pills. I want so full of drugs, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh. want a funnel, and I want all the drugs you can handle, literally siphoned down your throat. Because I want to see this match. No, I'm just kidding, of course. But um, it's it's troubling. Two two promotions are scrambling right now as we speak because AJ's back is, as they say, wonky. Yeah, so uh, AJ's back issues 
aren't the only crazy uh, thing that is happening in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. We have got to talk about the elephant in the room here, yeah. this this Tomoaki Honma situation. Well, yes, and and uh, not that I'm going to be treading lightly and, and feel like I'm walking on eggshells bringing up a topic like this, but... You know, we're not experts in in this type of thing, and we certainly aren't. We don't have our fingers on the pulse of uh, Japanese society and how they deal with uh, these type of issues. But I will say this: this is not a good look for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And for those of you who are unaware, it seems as though uh, our boy Hamna has uh, had some accusations and some charges brought against him uh, from a girlfriend, a living girlfriend, uh, for many years. Uh, that uh, there was some domestic abuse. Some uh, hitting, some kicking, uh, lots of not good allegations in that world. So regardless of whether it is true or not, regardless of whether he is convicted, and again, I don't know how Japanese law works, and I don't, I don't know it. You spent Speaking a lot of time there, Damon. You mean you didn't go to like uh, the the courthouse and? No, I didn't spend any time learning about Japanese torts. <laughs> I don't even know if they have torts. Um, look, I don't know. But what I'm saying is this: regardless, for a publicly traded or uh, Bushi Road, are they publicly traded? Right? Yes, I believe so. Okay, and if they're not, they they want to be. Uh, and for a, a company that, that prides itself and is modeling themselves under a WWE model from a corporate standpoint, it's not a good look. It's not a good look to have a guy who's being accused of these heinous acts about to win your tag belts. Now, according to Dave, the Observer, it's not a big deal in Japan. Yeah. It's not a big story. Could you imagine if, like, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> was accused of doing something like this. He would have been fired so fast. Like, yeah, he, it wouldn't have even been. been <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have been fired without even any real investigation. Now, again, that's why I say I don't know how the culture is in the sense of listen. We're a knee-jerk society here. You know, the, the minute a whisper of that comes out, it's they're fired. They're done. They're done. We're cutting off all association with them. Hand wash. Done. They never lived. They're banned from our history, and you know, Brother. completely removed. And I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to go. We're fast to get on the social media. Okay, that's who we are as a society. Uh, I don't know if it's the same way over there. I don't right? think it is. I don't know if it is. Apparently, it's not that big of a story. Now, to me, when accusations happen like that, and listen, I cover sports. I talk to professional athletes. And I've seen some shit that you probably, you know, wouldn't be too thrilled to learn about uh, and know about. And I've heard the stories. You know, you look at, like, major sports organizations. These aren't role models anymore, right? They're just not. We got a, I, got a, I got a Philadelphia 76er basketball player, 19-year-old, getting fistfights, right? He's been suspended for two games. My point being is that, you know, these athletes are not role models, right? So he okay. So so here's here's my understanding of the situation. Just basically what happened. So apparently Honma is on this Japanese reality TV show, right? Yeah. 
And there, there, there's another uh, famous person on the show. She she was a pop singer from the '90s. I, I don't I don't remember what her name is. Belinda Carlisle. No. <laughs> but but Honma's gimmick on the show is that he is in love with this '90s pop singer and his Who girlfriend. What's what's the name? You got a name? I, no, I, I I'm actually not sure. I I mean, I'm bringing up the. Uh... I'm not sure what the what, what, what the pop singer's name is, but she was she from can't. the '90s. All right, let me see what I have. You, you, you keep going. I, I'm looking it up. I'm she's big up. in Japan, uh, obviously. And uh, Honma's gimmick is that he's in love with her. And 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 Honma's girlfriend of 18 years didn't take uh, too kindly to this to this work on yeah. this uh, on this Japanese reality television show. And they got into it, and the, and and the girlfriend said some uh, some uh, less than nice things to Honma. And later on, she. I went back and apologized to him, and allegedly Honma kicked her in the face. Right, that, according to Dave. Accor- right? Yeah, yeah, according to Dave, that's what happened. Honma kicked her in the face, allegedly, and uh, yeah, that's basically the gist of what went down. Right. So again, uh, it's look, it's not a good look for New Japan, regardless of whether the truth is there or who's telling the truth or who's. You know who's hitting who, or it's just not a good look for New Japan to to have Hamna continue on in this tag tournament. And don't give me this bullshit. Don't give me this bullshit that you couldn't like rework this. Oh, well, well, we're, we you know we would have to rework the whole entire tag tour. I thought what? Nobody gives a shit about these belts, right? These tag belts. You can put anybody in there and start from scratch. Who cares? Right? Throw, throw ten cozy in there. It wouldn't matter. Who cares? Right? Um, so no, this is, uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that I know how it works there and how society views these type of issues, but I can't imagine this being a, a, uh, a positive for new Japan continuing and not even acknowledging it and not even just remove them from the shows. Let's take some heat off the situation first, uh, and, and get to the bottom of what the hell is going on instead of having him. You know, ready to win their fucking tag straps. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Uh, the woman's name Tomo Me Tomo Me T O M O M I Kahala K A H A L A Tomo Me Kahala Kahala. Uh, she has a YouTube video. Uh, I'm proud is the name of the of the song. Uh, let me see if we can do some images here. Do you like J-pop, Damon? Listen, I could see um, you listening to some J-pop. I could, I could listen to some J-pop. <laughs> She's adorable. Look, this this girl's an adorable woman. Um, probably, I'm looking at younger pictures because what is she? What did they say she was? Um, she was a pop star in the '90s. She, yeah, she's got, she was a pop star in the '90s. So I'm sure she's '30s, '40s. Yeah, yeah, but kind of Britney Spears age now, probably. Look, uh, look, she's a she's an adorable young lady. Um, yeah, I mean, it's my it's my wheelhouse. I mean, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> uh, all right, so look. Uh, still, again, that's a uh, you know, it, 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 look, a bad situation. It's a, it's not a good situation. I, my suggestion would be let's have Hamna sit sit out for a little bit, and uh, so until we get to the bottom of exactly what happened here, and uh, a lot of allegations being thrown around, and uh, we it's something. And again, we're joking about it, but this is definitely a serious and touchy situation that we, uh, you know. I think it's you know again it's I, I said it a thousand times it's not a good look New Japan not a good look 
No, and, and, and I certainly hope that uh, these allegations against Honma are false. I, I, I would hate to think that uh, he would actually do something like that. But, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say who, uh, things happen. I mean, I, it's, I'm not saying and I'm justifying it, but, you know, Hamna's, you know, I, if we talk about this more from his career perspective, you know, he's already got the strike against him already in New Japan. Um, yeah, with that Yakuza business, right? Yeah, yeah, the tickets and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it, again, it's, I said a thousand times, and here's a thousand and one. It's not a good look. So let's. What do you say we leave it at that? Yeah, yeah. As as of now, he's he's still going to be at the World Tag League Final with Makabe taking on Naito and Evil, and I'm sure they're still slated to win that and head to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge Guns and Gallows. So yeah, let's 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 leave it at that and see what happens. But fix um, this new Japan. Fix it. <laughs> even more news though. In the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling, perhaps uh, the the most popular Japanese star here in America, I would say, is Shinsuke Nakamura. Would you agree with that? I think that is a very fair statement. The, the, the biggest crossover star from New Japan here is Nakamura, and it looks as if his contract with New Japan is set to expire soon. Now, Nakamura, you know, he's okay. He's, he's about 35 years old, I think, you know. He's getting up there, and he he's one of the only guys from New Japan that has not had his time here in uh, the States, and he has expressed a lot of interest in doing that. And quite frankly, you know, now is the time. If he is going to do a, a, a tour of North America, you know, he's 35, he's as popular as he's ever been. Now's the time to do it if he's going to do it. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, you know, there, I don't think there's a Japanese pro wrestler alive today that has the crossover appeal he's 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 definitely has interest i think i don't think there's any shock in that and i think the other side of the, of the coin is there's definite interest in picking up a guy like nakamura um so to say that there have been conversations who knows but i think it's something that as Dave has pointed out, and it seems like we're, we're cheesing off Dave a lot here today, but uh, it's something to keep an eye on. You know, uh, I think New Japan is financially prepared to back up the Brinks truck and, and, and dump the load of money on his lap to keep him. But if this is something that he really wants and if it's something that he's really interested in, you know, now's the time to do it. Like you said, uh, he's tailor-made for this promotion. He's charisma at his ass. Um, he's he's got the size. You know, it's not, it's not you know it's not a size issue. No, oh, um, yeah, he's a, he's a bigger guy. You know, he's six foot two, uh, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's yeah, yeah. He's not going to worry there. And 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 what he might make up in you know or lose in size, he definitely makes up in everything else. So. Uh, it is something to keep an eye on. There's a lot of contracts. You, know, you got Bennett and Taven. I think they're tailor made for WWE. Oh, uh, and, and, and Maria, of, you know, of course, return, of course. So you know, I think that's something to keep an eye on. You know, it's a it's a it's a weird time, and I've said it before when it comes to the WWE that they're really trying to just stockpile talent and they're back backing up the the uh, the Brinks truck to make it happen. Uh, it's something to keep an eye on, and even AJ is something to keep an eye on too. You know, this injury, this this might seal his fate. Well, yeah. Well, 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 well. Here's the thing with AJ: if if he doesn't wrestle, he doesn't get paid because well, he's not contracted, right? 
Uh, correct. He has no. Apparently, he has no contract right now with New Japan. Um, I think the travel. I think the wear and tear. I think that those are all things that are playing a huge factor in any decision of him signing with uh, WWE. Um, it's it's interesting. It's it's definitely a, an interesting time. Me personally, I don't think Nakamura goes. I think Nakamura, Nakamura stays. Um, I think New Japan finds a way to financially make it worth his time. Um, AJ. Me personally, I think AJ. Uh, I think AJ will sign in the next year with WWE. Now, here's a question for you, Damon. Um, what would you personally like to see? Because I'm not gonna lie, there there is a part of me, just a small part of me, that kind of wants to see what would happen if if Nakamura uh, was knocking on WWE's door and he did some stuff at NXT. I I I kind of I don't know. No. Nope, zero interest in it. Zilch. Zippo, none, and I'll tell you why. Do you honestly think? No, they would fuck. I know. I know. I already know what you're gonna ask me. They they would fuck it up. Vince Kennedy McMahon. No. Would 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 uh, would ruin it. Would absolutely fucking ruin. No, I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part. No. I don't. Yeah, you know, no. it's, it's it's so easy to 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 fantasize about some so, some of these guys from Japan sure. coming over to the states, but then you you forget, you always forget that there's a seventy year old man that is yep. in charge of everything. Yep. Who's who's who's, who's literally insane. Yeah, yeah. Who who thought that T. L. Hopper was going to be this <laughs> money making? Yeah. yeah. If you look at all, all right, so listen, McMahon has had some 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 tremendous home runs. He's had plenty of fucking strikeouts too. And again, we could sit here and, and fantasy book like two two morons saying, "Oh, it'd be, you know, imagine the matches with Kevin Owens and imagine." Yeah, okay, great. That'll never fucking happen. No. Yep. So, no, I don't want any part of it, Colin. Look at poor Neville. I mean, talk about a guy who's who's definitely special and has so so much ability. Look, they they wanted to put him in a Mighty Mouse suit. Colin, I we can go down a list. There's a list a mile long of talent that has come through Vince's fingertips. And has been totally ruined and misused, and you, 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 the list is long. Nakamura would just be another name. On do you really honestly think Vince McMahon knows who the fuck Shinsuke Nakamura is? God no. Exactly. So this is based off of uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. This is based off of his recommendations. Uh, it's based off of terrorizing. <laughs> well, guess what? I don't have confidence that he has the ear of the guy who's writing the checks. I just don't. I just don't. I, I, and and you, can, you can shove NXT at me and say, well, you know, it'd be great. Imagine, it's not the same. It's not. I know. I don't, I don't want it. It would be a watered-down version. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Nakamura's contract coming up soon. The Kingdom's contract. Now, the Kingdom. Come on, they would they would fit in perfectly, yeah. like a glove. And I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> no, me neither. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 tailor made. They're t- AJ is is the one uh, of those those group. I think I think uh, Bennett and Taven are slam dunks. I think Nakamura is not going. I think the one that you got to watch out for is AJ. I think that's that's the one because if this back is as serious as people are saying it is. It's you know he's going to take into consideration the the travel schedule the um, the physical demands of a new Japan style um, and being closer to home. Yeah, and, and I'll I, be honest, and, and if, age. If I'm AJ, I, I I take the NXT deal. If there was going to be one, I would take it. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you see it in 2016. Yeah. So so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Lots lots of uh, crazy stuff going on in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, once again, the uh, World Tag League finale taking place on the 9th. Is it the 9th or the 10th? I believe it is the 9th. I want to say it's the 9th. Yes, ninth yes. Ju- the finals are on December 9th. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go. You're right. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I'm tired. You know tired nothing, Damon. I, I don't know anything. All right. Continue <laughs> on. Yeah. So I, I think that about does it for this week's episode of yeah, the Japan Purocast. I'm exhausted. Yeah. We did a lot today. So uh, we earned our keep for the day. Yeah, and keep an eye out, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to want to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter because in the coming days, we are going to be posting the categories and nominees for the first ever New Japan PuroCast End of Year Awards that is coming up, so keep an eye out for that. And, of course, uh, remember to subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you do that... You will get each and every episode delivered to your mobile device immediately as soon as they become available. And also, you can subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling feed. We say it every week. They have a lot of great podcasts going on there. You can also listen to us on VoicesOfWrestling.com each and every week. We're on Stitcher Radio. The possibilities, the ways to listen to the PuroCast are endless. Carrier Pigeon, Smoke Signals. It's Raven. Right, we're doing it all. Raven, Owl, we 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 have got all of the uh, the latest and greatest technology covered. We're all over it. So yeah, so so we're we're, we're expecting a uh, a big turnout for these year end awards. I, I hope. I mean, look, I mean uh, that's the goal. We want to hear what you got to say. Uh, you know, they say what do they say? They say only a few percentage of people that listen to your show, can actually communicate with you. Well, we got a lot of people communicating with us via Twitter and Facebook and all those other mediums. Well, And Reddit. And Reddit. And let's not forget about those Reddit guys and gals. And uh, so, look, here's your chance. If, you, uh, you know, if you're not part of the social media thing, and uh, I can certainly agree with that, look, all you got to do is send a silly email, a silly email, just to get your vote in for our year-end awards. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so we are going to be back next week to uh, review the World Tag League Finals. Yeah, it's over. Finally, <laughs> it, is com- <laughs> it is coming to an end. And after that, we will be on the road to Wrestle Kingdom 10. Right. So until then, my name's Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We'll catch you guys next week. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. 
participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.